0: Anytime, we around, it go down, we major. Anytime, we around, it go down, we major. Oh, it down, we major. down and down and down again, oh. I got so high left my frown in the wind. Oh. Hard, I try, never try it again, cause these niggas is lying again. Oh. Oh. I'm a black lion, I roll like a tire. Girl, in my dreams, I don't sleep, I don't oh, find her. If they sleep and they need a reminder, this is for niggas who thinkin' we minor. Nigga. Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. I am this little chemical. This is a Monday show. We actually have three consecutive Wednesday shows this month. Um, and, and then we are actually going on a full-blown hiatus. So there'll be no special shows for for a little bit. Um, but I definitely, I told you guys last week, after we did that super show, uh, five shows in a, in a, in a week, um, I want to talk about the Endeavor merger more purchase excuse me but i wanted to get my thoughts together and how i feel um but then i say you know let me just do a full-blown monday show and see everything i want to talk about because i wanted to see how everything was going to come out the week after wrestlemania so um especially with the sale being a thing um so let's start with there let's just start there with the news of essentially the, the perhaps the year um, this is essentially the end of the territories. And I know a lot of people that listen to me, including myself, we weren't even old enough to understand the territories, nonetheless reminisce about them. Um, but this is the end of it, officially. Like WWE was the end of it because they had purchased everybody or people like went out of business or whatever. And WWF. Uh, Vince McMahon Sr. owned that and it's just crazy to think of this is it, this is where wrestling has gone to big business and Vince McMahon was on CNBC saying this is the best thing for WWE and Vince McMahon got what he wanted Vince McMahon wanted $10 billion he got $9.5 billion um, for the company he's still in control of it now he's firmly in control of it because no. That's the thing is No one was going to buy the company without Vince McMahon being on board. Not not for $10 billion. So he got everything he wanted, if you think about it. And for those of you guys who are worried about Endeavor touching it, if you're a UFC fan, what have they done to UFC outwardly that you've noticed? They've done nothing. They kept Dana White in place. They have not ever done anything different on the production or creative side of it. That's been all UFC. They're not going to do anything differently here. They're going to let WWE do their thing. Now, the background stuff, people are going to lose their jobs. It's in the background as far as a lot of staffing, a lot of redundant uh, um, uh, positions. Like, you don't need two of uh, whatever admin staffs, right? Use any one. So, you're probably going to get rid of their admin staff. A lot of people are going to lose a lot of jobs behind the scenes. So that is a very important thing to remember here. That A lot of people are going to lose their jobs on that side of it. But as far as what we see every day, we're n- they're not changing anything. I don't know how many numbers UFC just did this past weekend for the Israel Sada fight and the Alex Pereira fight. But that doesn't happen That Endeavor is just randomly touching shit. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I don't think we have anything to worry about there. So that's not going to change um but this is this was the last official wrestlemania under the vince mcmahon tree From now on, it's gonna be endeavor and dana white i know he said there's not gonna be a cross promotion or collaboration. there's gonna be collaborations they, they, they're gonna probably do maybe not super card fights or anything like that but there will be a weekend where it's gonna be ufc on saturday night wwe on friday on sunday night or reverse or however they want to do there, there will be that shit. Uh, I don't think there's gonna be like crossover fights or anything. That's just ridiculous. But there will be a lot more of UFC fighters maybe showing up at WWE events. We already know WWE fighters wrestlers show up at UFC events. You know, so those things, yeah, those are gonna happen. I mean, Dana White just talks shit. I don't know why so many people get offended by him. He, he legitimately is just a shit talker. Um, but anyways, so. That I would not worry about, um, but yes, as of PWI reporting and Observer reporting, Mr. Man was back in firm control of WWE, essentially everything on Monday Night Raw. That's what we got the shows we got. There was multiple rewrites. Apparently, there was a was supposed to be like a mini little tournament. It was supposed to be like. Two or three like triple threat matches, and the winners of those would face each other to face for the right to face Bianca Belair. Apparently, Vince McMahon tore all that up. Um, so Triple H is, is Triple H's position now is like how Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff's was. They're the head, air quotes, no air quotes, excuse me, doing air quotes of creative, but Vince has the oversight on it. So essentially, he's the head of creative again. Um, apparently, he was not at SmackDown, which you could tell it was a noticeably different show than what Raw was. Um, apparently he was like an Eagles concert or something like that. So you can see Triple H had that influence on that show, but, um, this is, this is what it is. It's back to normal. Um, it was nice while I lost it. You know, we got, we got to see some moments that we, we've never seen. We got to see the Usos in the main event of WrestleMania, Kevin Owens. We saw Kevin Owens in the main event of WrestleMania, with, but we know that Vince McMahon thinks very highly of Kevin Owens. He he, lo- he loves him some Kevin Owens. If you guys don't remember, when the pandemic first hit, Kevin Owens went to, because a lot of people were going home. Like, Roman Reigns, and went home. And um, Kevin Owens went to Vince man's face and said, hey, I'm going home, too. And Vince said, well, wait a second. What can I do to change your mind? He said, mask. We need fucking masks, dude. Like, I'm not, because his wife's father, I believe, had passed away from COVID. He says, I'm not coming here to die for my family, you know. And Vince said, hey, if you guys don't wear masks, it's if I heard all fine. Um, he so he thinks very highly of uh, Kevin Owens so that that's interesting there so apparently the Roman Reigns booking to defeat uh, Cody Rhodes um, was booked weeks ago just it was a small circle that was um, said to have known of it so apparently that had nothing to, to do with the merger or the, the purchase of WWE um, but i I I can't make you believe that or not if you don't believe it you just don't believe it right um apparently I was it that was the reasoning um so go with that if you if you may um my my true thoughts on it are I do think it had to evolve eventually and but but here's the thing is this evolving is it evolving? And Vince is still the head of everything. And so his company. And once again, Endeavor owns 51%. The stockholders own 49%. And that 49%, Vince probably owns, what, 35% of it. So is it evolving? If it's still his creation. And remember, the words he said, Vince, on CNBC are the same words he said when he put Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman in control of the shows. Yeah, I'm not going to be in the weeds, even though I love it morale was said to be low at raw people were like wow we're back to status quo um and this is why when i tell people people ask me all the time why have you not chosen a side when it comes to wrestling i've never chosen a side because i legitimately believe And i know people hate jim Cornette, but jim Cornette has one of the best analogies and i use this with when i go to comic cons when i'm invited to comic cons i, I tell people all the time well you know Sometimes you want chocolate, sometimes you want vanilla, sometimes you want cookies and cream, sometimes you want butter pecan. Sometimes you don't want, you don't want the same shit all over. The same thing with comic books. I've never just been like, oh, I'm this kind of person because Marvel and DC have good stories, Dark Horse has good stories, you know, a number of platforms have good, good stories. I can just enjoy it. I'm about the enjoyment of the entertainment, not the I have to choose a side, you know. And some people liked the Vince McMahon formula. Let's not be too crazy here. For as bad as last week's Raw was, there were some people who loved it because they like the same the familiarity, like the same shit, Like seeing seen the same matches over and over and over again. I don't personally like that, but I don't know if this is evolving. They got more money, good for them. But is this evolving? If we're gonna go back to the same thing, no, it's not. That's not how evolving works. But we also know that Vince doesn't watch any of the programs on his own. So he thinks his programs are actually good. But I think we need to take time to enjoy the stuff we did see. That Sami Zayn pop at the Royal Rumble when he nailed Roman Reigns with a steel chair. The aftermath of that. the Sami Zayn, All the Sami Zayn bloodline stuff we've we've seen. I think we need to enjoy the Gunther run we've had. The Seamus re of his career. You know? Um, I think we need to enjoy the stuff that we've to see it was it wasn't very long. Um, and I do hope, it's me sniffing the hopium. <sighs> right off of Colfax. Good good cold, good Hopium. We do need to remember and keep in mind that hopefully Vince will allow Triple H to do certain things. So hopefully these shows will remain tolerable. Triple H wasn't perfect. The entire run to WrestleMania for these women. Was fucking horrible. Every single women's match was fucking horrible. Build. We had two classic matches at WrestleMania from two women's title matches, but the t- that, that, that doesn't take away the 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 build up to it was awful. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's truly is the end of an era, and it's just we have to evolve as well. We can't sit here and not Vince McMahon for not evolving. We don't evolve. But yeah, if, if you think Endeavor is going to actually put hands on this product and change the create, no. They legitimately just want a sports and entertainment company and they're just going to make they, they, they probably put themselves in more debt doing this, paying $10 billion for it essentially. They're going to make that money back tenfold. They are. <laughs> they are. Now, what that means for us fans? I said it last week. UFC just went up on their pay-per-view prices. We may have a situation where Peacock Is there, and we may have to pay for the big four, uh, big four pay per views like WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, it's shit like that, maybe even more. Now, if you think I'm gonna pay eighty bucks for a pay per view, I'm not doing that at all. You can fuck literally all the way off. I'm not gonna do it. Um, and I can afford it. I'm a single guy, but I'm just not gonna do that. You know. Now, the thought is, early thoughts are that because you'll see on people that things like 90 bucks or something like that now they might just do the big four and then the other smaller pay-per-views are for free like well it's not for free because you pay for peacock or whatever however you do your thing but wrestlemania i can see that but here's my thing with wrestlemania staying two nights for forever that means they're gonna probably charge 80 to 90 bucks for each night i would not do that you might as well go to wrestlemania yourself trust me i've been to wrestlemania on a budget that is very fucking doable, especially if you go with people. You can get packages and shit like that that will make it very, 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 very affordable. No, I get it. You guys probably have kids, wives. You guys aren't going. There. I get. It. I'm just saying that in reality. I remember my first WrestleMania I went to was WrestleMania 27. I went there on a budget of 500 bucks, and I left with 300. Now, personally, I don't care for the WWE stuff they have going on all week because it's so. And I said this before. It's too regimented to where you, you, why get why get autographs and you can't even get an autograph like you <clears throat> excuse me um, what I mean by that is you probably will have to get there like five hours early if you want to get your perfect your perfect person but even then you're probably only gonna get one or two of those I remember uh, when I when um, WrestleMania twenty seven I can't remember the exact people, but I remember the one person that was there that I knew we didn't go together, but, um, we were, we was happened to be there. And I remember we went to access and he was like, yeah, bro, I want to get this person, this person, this person, this person. I looked at the line and said, bro, their time ends in two hours and you ain't getting through these lines if we, to get four people's autographs in two hours. Even with them scooting you fast, it's just not going to work. You know, like it's just, you're just <laughs> not going to happen. And, and on top of that, people were coming late. People were coming when they wanted to. So it was not you even have the option, if you wanted to have the option of doing that. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you can definitely do it, but to, but to spend 80 to 100... And once again, I'm just talking about like what the potential things could be once everything's put in place. Because this sale is not even official until the end of the year. Like around fall time. So the we won't know, we won't actually see changes, changes, air quotes again until probably this time next year. So, next year's WrestleMania, WrestleMania 40, I think it's in Philadelphia, right? We won't see what the world of the WWE will look like as far as us goes until then. Because remember, Nick Khan just said on an interview during WrestleMania weekend, we don't want to price our fan base out. It's like you see people legitimately, you got to remember this also, right? Now when I lived in Maryland, there was a restaurant that showed all the WWE pay-per-views. They would pay for the pay-per-views. They got these huge trucking turn. I don't remember ever going to a unless it was a Baltimore Ravens game on. I don't remember them ever. I don't remember ever going there, and there wasn't a pay-per-view on when there was supposed to be a pay-per-view on. And um, I'm trying to think here. Yeah, they got everything. They got every pay-per-view. And I can only imagine now that you have Peacock who can do that. Like, but you'll see people that usually go out to Hooters bars, shit like that. <clears throat> Will these places now pick up WWE stuff and do it? You Because know, a lot of Hooters now won't show the fights because people are getting fucking real fights. Because they're fucking idiots, you know? Um, so to me, that's the most interesting thing. But I don't think we're going to see these changes. I'm doing air quotes again. Until this time next year, so I'm, I'm going to hold off and reserve judgment, but I am making it known that yeah, if they if they do that type of shit, yeah, I'm not. They're not going to price me out, but I'm not paying for that shit. Might as well go. So, those are my 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 final thoughts on the end of Truly an Error. Uh, let's get into some more news and notes. uh Triple H plans on having two different men's world champions by SummerSlam. Um, you can't take the belts off Roman Reigns. He has to lose them both, and then you split them that way. So that makes sense. Because um, like, it's clear the gold now is probably to break a thousand days. Otherwise, I don't know why they did what they did at WrestleMania. I, I don't know. The Daijin acts and were granted their releases from WWE. Sharp Flair acts and was granted time off after WrestleMania. She requested it apparently months in advance. Like, she literally took time off. What? She got married to Andrade in like June or July uh and then she was off for the rest of the year so she, she's taking it so she's actually become like the woman roman reigns she was a part-timer um and so good for her but you know um that 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 makes things interesting but also i'm sure straight fans when she comes back and just wins the title again so whatever speaking of flares wwe were reportedly furious at rick flair for his Hall of Fame speech, because he went off uh, top uh, off, uh, script. And essentially, they were really happy with Conan's speech. Um, I think the only thing that edited out of his speech was the Rey Mysterio Jr. part, but he is a Rey Mysterio Jr., so, I mean, whatever. Um, but apparently, Flair went completely off script, which is, dude, it's expected. That's what he does. It, it, I mean, why are they mad? Be mad yourself. You asked him. You guys could have literally done what you did many years ago when you guys made a trade and you guys had Christian Cage go to Impact to, to induct Sting the Hall of Fame and Flair got inducted as a horseman. You guys literally could have saved yourselves a bunch of fucking headaches because you guys know how he is. You guys legit know how he is. And that was on you guys. So I, it's just not surprising, <laughs> you know, but uh, here's my thing. It's not like WWE needs Flair. He, he can't do them any harm. You can tell he's a very bitter old man. You can tell they just like having him around. But you have to expect things like this. And the reason why they were mad is because apparently like the the prevent the presenters, it was always speeches that were written and approved and everything and in their time frame. But with Flair, it's all about Flair. <coughs> Excuse me. So not really surprised there. Anyways. Cody Rhodes was the most popular person at WrestleMania weekend as he sold the most merchandise. So WWE was really happy with that, uh, which makes things even more interesting why they did what they did. But who knows? Uh, Let's get to Raw. I have thoughts on that angle they did. There was no new um, call-ups. We know uh, know why now. There was no new call-ups. There was nothing like that. But the big angle they shot was the beginning of Raw. Cody said he wanted a rematch he wanted that night. Then when they refused, he said, well, since I was essentially fighting you both anyway, let's have a tag team match. And so Paul Heyman made up the stipulations that, hey, we can do a tag team match, but you know the partner of your choosing could never get a world championship match and would be making a big mistake. And Brock Lesnar. And I remember watching this. It was live when I watched it. And a big smile came my face and said, alright, this is not going to be good for Cody. And by the end of the night, there was no match, because that would have been... If Brock would have wrestled, and he teased this before, but Brock would have wrestled, it would have been the first time in 20-something years they had wrestled on Raw. Remember, Brock Lesnar was very much a smackdown guy. And... He destroyed Cody Rhodes. He said something that they bleeped out. I was hoping on YouTube they wouldn't bleep it. They still bleeped it. Um, so I don't know what that was said. He just took completely turned heel. And my first thought was they're doing the rest, the Cena, John Cena storyline from WrestleMania 28. Think about how Cody looked at the end of WrestleMania, just looking in the background, the peripheral. You see Roman Reigns with with Solo Sikoa, Paul Heyman, the WWE Championships. That's how Cena looked after he lost at WrestleMania 28. He was on the ramp, looking. The, the pyro was going off behind him. He was devastated at the loss. And if you look at that following year, it was essentially the... It was Cena starting over. Even though it was a weird version of starting over, because the next, very next month, Cena won the WWE Championship from The Miz in the triple threat uh, steel cage match with him and John Morrison, which was... A fantastic match. to have a really scary bump. Uh, that Miz took on F Five. Uh, F F U. Excuse me. And um, he won it. He said he's gonna keep it all year. He did not, cause he ended up losing to CM Punk. But essentially, he was losing a lot that year. Cena lost a lot that year. And then we when and then when he won the Royal Rumble, he put his match out in the line against uh CM Punk later that year. But essentially, it was like the rebuilding of John Cena. So, my first thought was, and, and also, excuse me, my apologies, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, two months later, because that final month, he beat Brock Lesnar first, and then he had a match uh, with uh, Morrison and Cena uh, Miz, um, but essentially, Brock came out the very next night, at the end of WrestleMania 28, that was his return to the company, they ended up having a fight, and ended up having a match. Um, but yeah, um, it seems like they're doing that storyline. I know it's a day out of order, so I apologize. Um, but they're as soon as they're doing that, they're like building him up for adversity. I'm doing air quotes again, I'm doing air quotes a lot this this episode. Um, I don't think this was necessary. I don't think this was necessary at all. As a matter of fact, I think it was fucking stupid. Um, but I do have a wrinkle. I do have a wrinkle. I think could be part of the undoing of the bloodline. Cause no, I don't think they're waiting another year. I do not think Reigns will have another year with those titles. But if you guys remember on raw, there was a segment where Reigns asked Paul Heyman, did you know Brock would be here? And Rain, uh, Heyman said, no, my tribal chief. Like I had no clue. Like, he takes four or five months off. That's what you saved me from, my tribal chief. I think, I call bullshit. And this wrinkle would make me very interested. Now, with Vince McMahon in charge, I'm not so sure how this would go. Because I heard on, someone told me the excuse that someone gave, was it a Barrett? On SmackDown of the, for the attack on Cody Rhodes was how he was in the main event and and Lesnar was in the, in the first match. If that's the excuse, that's the weakest excuse ever, considering that Brock Lesnar literally just four years ago was in the opening match of WrestleMania losing to Seth Rollins and using and losing the Universal Championship to the Seth Rollins. So that's bullshit. And that's a terrible excuse that they need to not stay with. Um I think Paul Heyman, if you want to add a wrinkle to it, I think Paul Heyman asked for a favor. Hey Roman, like Cody pushed Roman to his limits. We needed everything we could get. I, I need a favor. I don't know. I know what this favor would be for Brock Lesnar. I don't know. I have no clue. Maybe he has. Maybe he has to be his advocate again. Don't know. But I think that would be a hell of a wrinkle. If Paul Heyman went behind the tribal chiefs back and asked for favors to Brock Lesnar, I think that would be a hell of a wrinkle. Smackdown. Shinsuke Nakamura to return next week. We haven't seen him actually in a couple months. You no, know? then he take uh, he didn't take time off, but he was doing the evolve thing with um Great Muta. I think it was the last time we actually saw him. Matt Riddle saved Sami Zayn. Remember last time we saw Matt Riddle, which is why the segment on Raw made no sense. But last time we saw Matt Riddle, Solo Sikoa have has hit put his head in a chair. And uh, did the running little butt bump on him. In in Triple H's State of the Union, he says the draft will return in two weeks. Oh, excuse me, the draft will return, and it will change the game. So, uh, it looks like we have the draft. I'm interested to see the moves they make. And I don't think it's going to be a Triple H-led draft anymore, so it's unfortunate. But we will soon see. AEW. Matt Jackson is getting a non-surgical treatment for his torn bicep. On Dynamite, Jay White is be, has officially become All Elite as he made a weird debut. Not a debut, but like a weird, like it was a debut from being a now a AEW contracted wrestler. As he started out, you hear his music. He helps Juice Robinson beat down Ricky Starks to give each other the Bullet Club sign, even though he's not a Bullet Club anymore. Um, so it's like Ricky Starks is going to need a friend. But it was an interesting debut, I guess. But now we know... Why, and it was, there were rumors all WrestleMania weekend that Jay White was no longer going to WWE. There were definitely rumors all weekend long. So, it wasn't like this was kind of a surprise. There was no else for him to go. He's not going to Impact. Jay White was not going to fucking Impact. So, it was either AEW or WWE since he left New Japan. So, there you go. Nigel McGinnis is also All Elite. official there. I'm going to assume... He's going to be on the ROH brand more so than anything, but we'll see. Uh, Jericho was doing an interview. Keith Lee confronted Chris Jericho. We get it for a first-time-ever match. Jericho Lee this week. I'm actually excited about that. The Blackpool Combat Club beat down Hangman Adam Page. Brian Danielson uh, said that they're amateurs and that he loves the Blackpool Combat Club and that um, he says... They're amateurs and he's the best professional wrestler. They're the best professional wrestlers in the world or in America. And they proceeded to take a screwdriver and try to take out the eye of Hangman. So, all this is building for that and the, the inevitable reunion of the uh, of the elite. So, it'll be interesting there. FTR wins the tag team titles uh, in the career versus uh, title match, which was pretty much there was no real tension here. You kind of figured they won't they would win. Um, and the big announcement from Tony Khan is that AEW is going all in again, all in bef- the week before All Out at Wembley Stadium in fucking London. That facility could hold ninety thousand fans. They're probably not getting that many in there, but that is a huge stadium show. That's a huge deal, and that will be a fun show to fucking watch. Um, I'm assuming it's gonna be on pay per view. I don't. I, I not, have not seen details like full details out yet. But I'd be surprised if they didn't sell a lot of tickets immediately. That is a hell of a market to make your debut in, and a hell of a stadium to make your debut in. So, that's dope. Sky Blue is all elite. I mean, this is a long time coming. She's been featured on Dark. She's been on Rampage. She's been on Dynamite. Um, I think she's pretty good. You know, uh, she can only grow. She's young. She's young. Um, I think she can help the women's division a lot. Is she a star? I don't. I don't know. You know, I, I think she just has to keep evolving. And I think the women need more, a little more time, but um, I think she's pretty good, though. I've seen her on some independent shows as well, you know, so. But yeah, congratulations to her. Brian Cage was reportedly working without a contract. And I put that up because he retained, him and the embassy retained the, the six man t- titles at ROH card of Honor. Well, Schwartz Strickland said on Rampage that. That mogul affiliates were going to merge with another brand. Finds out who it was. It's the embassy and mogul affiliates merging as Shane Strickland tried to shake the hand of Darby Allen, And legitimately, when Darby refused to do it, Brian Cage came out. F5 the motherfucker to hell. And now we've seen the merging of mogul affiliates. Are they? I, I've not seen his two partners. I've not seen Bur, uh, uh, Parker Bordeaux or the other guy, I don't don't remember his fucking name, in a very long time. So so it's one of those things where I don't know if this was a thing because he lost them. I I don't know what's going on with that. But we do get Swerve, Strickland, and Darby this week, which would be fantastic. Um, This is interesting now. Because I'm sure Brian Cage did not want to necessarily uh, stick around. But if they're going to put him on TV more, which they probably should, then I don't think he would want to leave at all. That seems a little weird. Right? But anyway, this this will be an interesting partnership for sure. But I would have to imagine that Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland's issues are not over. So, anyways, and final note before we get out of here, in New Japan, Mercedes Monet and Watani, their title match is set. That should be a fantastic fucking match. I'm actually looking forward to seeing how this forbidden two card maps itself out i know there is a number one contenders match for the u.s championship that's coming up very soon and will osprey should he's in the match already he's announced for the match he should be cleared by then to wrestle i i'm assuming by me assuming here he's gonna face kenny omega on that card i will assume that for the u.s championship but we have We have a little bit to see. So, anyways, that is your Monday show. This Wednesday, John Wick 4 review. After that, we'll get into the rest of the schedule on Wednesdays. I will do one more wrestling show before the month's out. um, Just to wrap things up before I go on hiatus. So, this will not be the last wrestling show. And we have the rest of the Wednesdays taken care of. So, I'm Slow Chemical. This is the Monday show. This is I See Things a Little Differently. And we are out.